dumbass. Stupid. Makes me want to say, It is Erica Mona. It's Danielle. And this is Cross Culture. Do you know how we like to start? Hey. Hey. I don't like that. It's what? Cross Culture. It's what? Cross culture. I feel like every time I hear this, it feels like I'm hearing it for the first time. I know, it's such a vibe. It's like, yes. It's cross culture. And we're back again with another episode. It's what? Cross culture. Hi everyone. I am Erica Mona. And I'm Damio. And this, this is Cross Culture. culture. Okay, we ain't been to sing like that in a minute. Come through, <laughs> Harmony. Hey, girl. Hey. How I, you doing, girl? I'm good. I'm here. I did it. Amen to that. Amen to that. Listen. Amen to that. Let's, 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 let's sip. Let's sip. Okay, ASMR. Oh, <laughs> <Hold> the... <laughs> Mm. All right, Erica, how you been? You know, we low-key took a week off for the Girl. people. They're going to be mad at us. They be like, okay, y'all hoes getting inconsistent. Girl, I've been stressed. I've been tired. I feel like I've been be- beaten down. I've been really beaten down. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, your stories. <laughs> yeah, nah. <laughs> but girl, ooh, this has been a long last two weeks for me. Um, but you know what? I give God the glory. You know, certain things is good that certain things happen in the beginning of the year. Yeah, you know. You know? Um, but I don't know. I just feel... I'm trying to see. You know, we know we said we want to do Patreon. So one day I'll spill the tea. No, guys. I'll spill, spill the tea with that one. And tell y'all what the hell is going on. Me too. <laughs> we'll spill the kids tea and sip the coffee. Um, but, um, you know, I think this is building character. It Whatever, sure is. But I do have some good news. Actually, now I do work in a salon. Come on. Yes. And not because, you know, I'm a home-based hairstylist. Um, but you was. know what? Was. I'm doing a um, hybrid schedule, actually. Okay. So, like, Saturdays that I have my son, I would still, like, when he's on daycare, mm-hmm. I would still work at home. Um, but... Um, since I got my license, I decided to, like, you know what? Let me just get a little bit more exposure. Let me get a little more. Let me be around people. It was just for mental health. It's nice to get out the house and yeah. feel like I'm going to work. And Facts. not everything be home, home, home. Like, I literally only leave the house to take my son to daycare, pick him up, Target. You know what I'm right. like? And I'm like, you know what? I need something else. And I do want to, my, you know, my goal is to be a salon owner, so... I do need to learn the business and the True. best way is to kind of be in that, you know, atmosphere and True. see how things are ran, you see know, what you need, see what's the plan exactly. For. And even just see, do I like working in the salon, That's true. you know? Um, so it has been an interesting experience so far. I do like it. Um, and I'm grateful for my clients who have been, you know, really patient and understanding through it all. And, you know, who have moved with me as well. Um, but yeah, you know, despite everything else going on, that's some great news I have. Cause it was definitely my goal for 2024 to like not work at home. Yeah, you know, so I'm like, okay, at least one go checked already. Yes, what already. are you, girl? What's any updates, teas? 
how you feeling highlights honestly um okay 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 highlight i feel that i have been back working out like i've actually been to the gym more times than not granted this week was a little shaky but that's because i had to do my hair was a bunch of stuff going on this week but for the past two weeks i've been consistent with going like five out of seven days of the week okay oh that's great so right there off of that one yes but outside of that girl you know we are just here Experience in 2024, learning it, trying to see what it has for us. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, good things only. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 So, any um, what's what manifestations? I manifest that this working out ain't in vain, baby. Okay. Summer okay. body 2024. Amen. Amen. I like that. I like that. I manifest growth, financial growth, um, business growth. Amen. Um, just growth, like you know what I mean. Like everything I do is is moving on up, no moving backwards. Okay, because the enemy be trying to, you know, as I said, enemy be trying to take you down. They do, you know, the devil be working, but hey, you ain't working in my life. Okay, but that's my manifestations. So let's get into it, Dami. How do we like to start, guys? We like to start with the hot, 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 hot topics. Hot topics. It's been hot. It do be hot when we take a little break. I know, right? Every time we take a little break because it be slow in the streets. We be like, hey, man, there ain't really much to talk about. Mm-hmm. We're going to just relax. Then we come back and it be like, boom, boom, boom. Pow, 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 pow. Booyaka, booyaka. <laughs> it be all of that. And, I mean, let's just dive right into it. As you okay. guys know, I am the resident barb. And, mm-hmm. you know, Nikki never, the funny thing about being a barb is like, it's never boring. That's true. It's always something. We love her. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, yeah. let's talk about Megan versus Nikki and fight. <laughs> so, you guys, um, I'm going to try to report these initial facts as unbiased as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, as we know, Megan Thee Stallion is recovering from her trial with Tory Lane. She's re-entering music. She started off with the song Cobra, and now she has just dropped a new song called Hiss. Now, this is supposed to, like, follow this concept of a snake. And, you know, she described it as hiss because, you know, when you see a snake and a snake feels like people are fucking with it and they're trying to protect themselves and send off the, the little sirens on you, like, don't fuck with me. They so she, hiss. Okay. So she embodied that. That's what she said. So, like, she's biting back? Like, she got yes. the venom now? Yeah. Ooh, okay. you, you catching it. Okay. You catching it. Like, I'm going to be poisonous to y'all bitches. Ooh, come on, metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> she, that's what she I mean saying. she went from Cobra to yes. The next know? one gonna be Rattle <laughs> Cause she's shaking no it up Rattle That's a good one Cause she is shaking <laughs> it up Not Rattle Okay That is hilarious Um you know In the song Hiss She had a couple of bars That had the people going She had a bar that says You know Some people talking about BBLs But me and you got the same scars she has a bar that says that, um, what she was talking about? She has a bar that says, you know, you cosplaying as a rapper, as a gangster, but you sitting on, you you posing in your friends' neighborhoods. I assume that was for, for Drake. You know, and she made a reference saying that, you know, what she said, you worried about Megan, you need to be worried about the Megan Law. Mm. Um, mm. So some people don't know what the Megan Law is. I didn't know what the Megan Law is. I'm going to read y'all what the Megan Law is. Let me read it to you. For the people who didn't know what it is. It says, 
Megan's Law is the name of a federal law in the United States requiring law enforcement authorities to make information available to the public regarding registered sex offenders. Huh, I wonder who. Yeah. I wonder who in hip hop. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could actually go for anybody. It's a lot of sex offenders in hip hop, as we've actually, discovered. Actually, yes, a so lot. This could be an open stray. However, people have attached it to my good girl, Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. Before I talk about any of the negativity, I do want to highlight that Nicki Minaj has broken the record as being the most streamed female on um, Apple Music for Pink Friday 2. Um, Nicki Minaj has occupied the top 10 billboard for at least four weeks now. Okay. Pink Friday 2 has come out with two different, um, what's it called? Not remixes, but deluxe albums, and those have been a hit. Everybody is top of TikTok. Mm -hmm. Fuck Fuck the Club Up is occupying our mm-hmm. digital spaces. Nicki Minaj dropped the album and solidified her space as the queen of rap. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But then Megan dropped this album, uh, this song. Nicki heard the song and she got mad and was on Instagram and previewed a song of hers that she's going to drop, already dropped, called Bigfoot. So before we even get into the whole that part, what do you think about the hiss song? Megan need to give it up. I'm so sorry. Please. I'm so tired of Megan the victim. I'm really tired of Megan the victim. You know, because she stayed going on live saying, you know, y'all niggas stay talking shit. I can't speak my mind. Ah, da, 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 da. I've let you guys. And I'm just like, but how many years ago? I, I didn't know that we were still in this storyline. I thought we've passed. That nigga in jail. Like, she's still giving the same monologue of like, oh, my God, whatever. We get it. It happened. You won the case. Great. You had your, your interview with, was it with Hillary Clinton's daughter? I'm crying. No, she did now. You did all this big interview for Women Power Movement Movement. We, you, we got it. They we say she's a it. mental health advocate. We got it. Nobody even to spit it down. Fine. But I'm just like, still in tw- January 2024. Since this case of 2020, four years ago. I'm so over this. And I just and I want to say this to everybody about Megan Thee Stallion. I just think that we got to stop acting like Megan is really a victim. Like, for real. Megan is not a victim. She was a victim. I mean, she was a victim of gun violence. Of gun violence. Facts. She was no facts. But I, she was a what? victim of gun violence. It's bogus for me to say this, but even saying she's a victim of gun violence, it sounds. <laughs> but it's a fact, though. She is a victim of gun violence. It sounds hilarious. You because he was like, "Damn, bitch, <laughs> damn, Eric, you laughing hard too." Ooh. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. No, but all jokes no, aside, we do not promote gun violence. I want to be like, let's be actual factual because if it was somebody else, y'all would cancel them. So it's like, let's tell the truth. They will cancel who. Megan, like, what do you mean? Because it's like if anybody else went to go and date a serial abuser who abuses women, so I mean, innocent. but she ain't date him though. They were friends. What you talking about? That's that's what she said. They were friends. The Come court case determined that was a lie. The court case <laughs> determined that not only was she messing with him, she was messing with. Ben, Deontay, Party, Duh, Jonathan. Let's name all the men that she was sleeping sexual with. Sexual liberation. She a grown woman. You clocking her coochie? G? Thank you Come for on. saying she a grown woman. <laughs> Thank you for admitting that. Because I want people to understand if she's so grown to fuck all these men without no kickback, why is she not grown enough to get whatever smoke Nikki got for her? Oh, okay, 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 now, okay. Because okay. y'all gonna stop saying Nikki a bully. You can't be bullied if you go out there for the shot. Oh. If you go out there, listen, you shot your shot. 
Okay, so who attacked who first? Who said something first? Let's, let's be real. Let's take a timeline. Something obviously happened with Nikki and Megan. Obviously, yes. And what happened from what I've been able to conjure up from the Barb world, what happened was Nick, uh, Megan basically played Nikki to get a feature with her um, by kind of making it seem like she was team Nikki. She was a Barb. She looked up the Nikki Minaj. You know, I don't, I don't mess with Cardi. You the queen of rap. Just... Gas and Nikki, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Only to turn around three weeks later and do what? Mm. Then when was asked about the situation. Uh, it wasn't three weeks later, no. You're right, it was month. Yeah. Uh, it was, yeah! Wasn't that in the same summer? It was in the same summer. It was in the same it summer. It was in the same it summer. The how, same girl summer. Came, how girl summer came out maybe like May? And WAP came out like in July. Keep talking, I'm finna look it up. Okay, so... Cool, that happened. She came out with WAP. And then when she was asked about what's up, you know, you did WAP with Cardi. There's clearly a Cardi, Megan, a Cardi, Nikki beef. Megan kind of came through and was like, you know, my name is Bennett and I'm not in it. That's between them. I'm going to work with who I want to work with. I don't have no loyalty. Mm-hmm. And Nikki don't play those type of games. I'm going to be real with y'all. That is a Nikki Minaj toxic trait. Nikki Minaj says, you know, I got it wasn't. I beg. Oh, I'm it was sorry. A yell it, okay. I beg. Come on, Mister. I'm ah. No, no, no. Then the how guess was the was the song of the summer for 2019. Oh, that was 2019. Was I thought it was 2020. Okay. was 2020. I thought how girl summer was 2020. My fault. But um, long story short, Nikki don't like those disloyal games. I don't either. To be honest, yeah. I don't. I don't like that stuff either. I don't play like that either. But um. That's kind of what happened, and ever since then, it's been a back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Megan be on songs where Cardi dissing Nicki, you know, Nicki diss Cardi, she diss Meg. Mm-hmm. They be dissing each other. Yeah. Recently on Nicki's album, she definitely has a line that goes, you know, um, um, watch her, stay in your Tory Lane, bitch, I'm not Iggy. Ooh. Okay. Yes. Do it, Tory and Iggy day at home? They um they had a little thing. I think so, right? They had a little thing. They did, right? Yeah, and then that's why she was a character witness for him. Iggy was a character yeah, witness. Remember, she wrote the letter on behalf of his character. What? That I was, didn't know she was a character witness. Yeah, remember that was the whole thing where her that letter got leaked about that makes sense. her. She do like those little men, though. I ain't gonna lie. She had little black men. She do like little black men. Okay, I mean they do say little black men do got big, you know, big mm. little so big soldiers. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, though. Go ahead. Um, so, yeah, you know, that has now, obviously, it's been a lot of back and forth. Mm-hmm. So, like we said, Megan made the comment about the Meg, Meg's Law. Mm-hmm. Um, Nikki got on Instagram Live to debut her song, Bigfoot. Mm. And it has just kind of spiraled since then. Like, it even has. as we speak, um, Nikki went on a Twitter rampage about, you know, she ain't going to bully people. She don't condone it. She started naming mm-hmm. her stats. Um, but then, you know, I will say this, and I will say this as a barb, and I will say it openly. Okay. Nikki, I don't know if she came and did Queen Radio or where she was saying this at, but Nikki made a statement, and evidently she called Kelsey. I'm okay with that. Yeah, it was um, on her life. She said that. She called Kelsey. I'm cool with that. That's whatever. That's, that's girl games. Um, but I don't like the statement of which, well, she was talking about how Megan threw everybody under the bus. She said she threw the baby under the bus. Facts. She threw Tori under the bus. Facts. She threw all these different people under the bus. But then she made a statement like, you threw your own mom under the bus. You need to conjure up your mother and apologize to her. Mm. I do not agree with that. And I will say that. I love, I, y'all know I stand behind Nikki for everything. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with bringing up their parents. Yeah. But I will say, I will say this openly. 
I think that every time Meg do some shit, everybody love to bring up that her mama died. And I think that it's like, well, Nikki's father just died. And the one year anniversary of him dying is in like a couple of weeks. Okay. And I think that Nikki does not get shown any of that same grace of her father died suddenly in a hit and run accident. She don't get shown that. Nobody's like, oh, Nikki going through it. The first thing y'all say is Nikki got crackhead. The first thing y'all say is Nikki's po- like. Okay, I, I get what you're saying yeah. with the parents' death thing, right? Like but let's back up a little bit of the parents' death thing. Meg is younger, and we all saw how close she was with her mom and how her mom played a major role. Her mom was like a manager. Like, they yes. were on the road together, right? They were close, yes. And, of course, not, you know, to take to say, like, oh, um, Nikki's dad passing isn't as important. It's not important. But then a lot of times, we didn't, I don't even know what Nikki's dad looked like. But that's so not they, important. No, it's important in the sense of the way that the media or the public or the fans bring up each parent, right? Because mm-hmm. we know what uh, Meg's mama looked like. We, we, I mean, we could all tell, like, damn, this bitch is depressed because she was driving a boat, drinking hard. You know, we know what her mama looked like. We, don't want, we know what her mama sound like. We yeah. saw her mama in videos. You know what I'm saying? On her YouTube video, all that type of stuff. But with um, with um, Nikki, it's like we don't know what. So I can see how the the audience would have more of a relation and would bring up Meg losing her mother first, yeah. more and even more than you know. Nikki's older, you know, she lost her dad at an older age. That's not fair. No, I I am saying I could see why the audience yeah. would bring, and that's that's a fair statement because it's like people relate to what they can see. What you show them. Now, if you say Nikki's mom died, I'm going to be like, damn. Because we know what Nikki's mom looked like. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But Nikki is also about how um, her upbringing wasn't great because her dad used to abuse her mom too. Yeah. It doesn't take away from the relationship they have. It doesn't take away from very losing appearance. But all these things play a role. You know what I'm saying? I want us also like, you know, that's 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 a fair statement. So when people do bring up uh, Meg's mother, it's kind of like, we saw this woman. That shit was five see? years ago. I don't say, I don't see that wow. shit as a fair. No, for real. Because it's it was not, five years ago. It doesn't yeah. matter how and she I'm, feels and anymore. Stand, and I'll stand on that because y'all can't Why? say. Because it's like, that shit was five years ago. Grieve, move on. Eat, move on from yes. your parents' yes. death. Yes, I'm telling y'all. Everyone, I'm, everyone, everyone listen, grieved differently. Everybody grieved differently. So then, then we can't say because Nikki daddy abused her for mom that she can't grieve. Evil because we ain't see her father. But in the I'm, I'm, I'm saying the timeline. You saying move the, on because that's what I'm saying. The five, timeline is her dad died last year. Her mom died five years ago. Like so you're saying it's okay for Meg to just move on, act like it. Ain't. I'm saying that if we're gonna bring up that Meg is going through grief mm-hmm. of her mom, yeah, then yeah. acknowledge that Nikki's going through the grief of her father. Because I don't think it's fair girl. for people to be like, what you mean, girl? Yeah, That's not fair. Somebody like, and she told Wait, but who about brought it. up Nikki's dad, though? I'm sorry, who? Like, I'm, I'm confused with this Because statement. she, yes, because Nikki brought up whatever. Because, no, because whenever the situation comes up, like, oh, Nikki versus Meg, they into it. They want to be like, ah, oh, Nikki bullying a girl who lost her mom. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I ain't never see that. I don't. I don't. For me, that that's not a fair statement. It's like you know, it's rap games. The, the abusing going going at each other. It is what it is. I don't see it as bu- I don't day, see man. it as bullying. You know. Um, but for me, I'm just saying the relation of the parent thing. I'm just like, okay, you know, we we have more. I'm like, you damn near feel like you know the mama more. You know, you know Meg's mom more than I don't know what Nikki's dad look like. I know what Nikki's father's look like. Well, I, I know what, and yeah. I think. And I, I think that's also that not looks. fair because they came, and that's another thing, like, they came up in different eras. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people really got to stop this. Th- this whole even narrative, I don't think he's not a girl's girl. 
I want people to stop that too because that's mm-hmm. not true. Nikki is a girl's girl. She just gonna okay. fuck with the young girls. And, and I think that's okay. It's not by force. It's not even all the young girls. Nikki has young girls that she talked to. She mm-hmm. just don't have to like Cardi and, and Meg. And yeah, we gotta, yeah, yeah. Like we gotta stop making it seem like because she don't like Cardi and Meg, Nikki the worst woman in the world. She don't mess with girls. She don't, okay, and Lotto add Lotto to that mix too. But Lotto was bitter. Oh yeah, absolutely. That so, was obvious. Yeah, let yeah. that be that. I just I just feel like there are certain things that people want to always put like it's Nikki fault, and it's like. I'm sorry to be honest everybody grown in the situation and everybody throw their shots mm-hmm. because at the end of the day you ain't have to come through and say your mag law or whatever you was gonna say mm-hmm. and it's like but if it was the other way around the way the same way people this off limits this off limits y'all don't think her husband and child are off limits mm-hmm. but doesn't y'all don't think her husband and child are off limits all they bring day up our child? every day people bring up you have a baby with a rapist you had a baby oh, with a rapist can your child be around just dad like people mm-hmm. bring that up all the time mm-hmm. even for you to make that line Meg's law no I'm not disagreeing with that no, one no I'm not this is for the viewers mm-hmm. this is not for you but okay. it's kind of like for y'all to make it seem like Nick, Nikki can't have a a trigger point mm-hmm. it's not fair like it's just not fair I, I'm just kind of like well, people say stuff to her and for her to bite back Nikki bite back it bite, she bite back hard she does she bites back hard I'm mm-hmm. not gonna act like there's never been a day where they go low she go high yeah 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 uh, and I will say that she don't go high she's not Michelle Obama that shit is from Michelle. I'm Michelle. I, I, I need to learn from her, uh, Nikki's book because I definitely don't want to. I want to be going low. I know how to go low, and sometimes it's fun. I want to go low. Sometimes it's amazing. To I know. Go right? low. I was like, I went low because you gonna keep playing. <laughs> like, and I also want people to stop bringing Nikki's age up because one thing we all know is we're all working people. If you have a job, <laughs> working people. For real, if you have a job, I think that at this point we all have that forty-some year old coworker that we can't stand, and it's up. So you saying that's Nikki? It is. Okay. It's just, she. they're in the same industry. Mm-hmm. And fortunately and unfortunately for Nikki, ain't nobody else. She has no peers. Yeah, yeah, and I, and, age, I, and I think yeah. that's mm-hmm. not fair. Like, Nikki is in, like, people always want to be like, oh, take the Beyonce, take the Rihanna. Beyonce and Rihanna could do whatever they but want no, and nobody would say anything. But I think people forget. Rihanna was the fucking savage. Rihanna, Rihanna is, is savage. now just for her grown woman shit. No, Rihanna went in. She went in with Sierra, Tiana, Tiana Taylor. Who else? She went. With, she went on everybody. Rihanna just got off Twitter. That's yeah, literally the like, only. Rihanna difference. was a mean. If you think about it, Rihanna Loki was a mean girl. Cause she nobody, low-key, Rihanna she not a girl's girl. She Loki was a fucking. Rihanna mean dated girl. an abuser. <laughs> Why y'all don't say that? Who's the abuser? She did Chris Brown. Her oh, own he abuser. Come on, come on. Uh-uh. Her own abuser. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, like people don't, Rihanna, baby daddy don't even like black people. Come on, let's be real. Eesh. Like, let's be real. Beyonce was groomed. Like, Mm-mm-mm. be honest. We don't say this stuff. Beyonce appropriates Africa all the time. Mm-hmm. Y'all think because she made life is king. I mean, Beyonce is king. I mean, what's the name? Yeah. Black is king. Black is king. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all think because she meant black is king, she don't be appropriating? Come on, me and T will talk about it. <laughs> we the only one. Okay, next Shout topic. Him, <laughs> okay, since we are talking about culture, right? Black people and all of that. Um, it was an interview I saw Mo, uh, Most Def, that's his name, right? Yes. The rapper. And they asked him, like, oh, what does he think about Drake's music? And mm-hmm. he said, Drake's music is like, mm, <clears throat> it's giving hip-hop. 
it's more of pop and the hip hop, you know. It's that music that when you're in Target, like you hear playing. If you're in an elevator, you hear playing. And I'm like, damn, like, bro, big bro, what's going on, G? <laughs> what are your thoughts? Because I know you're a Drake fan. What do they call Drake fans? Is it a name? No, oh, OVO. I guess OVO. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, in the words of a wise philosopher. <laughs> We don't want no. I'm sorry. What? You laughing already? The what? <laughs> the wise philosopher. Go ahead. Go ahead. They said we don't want no hateration, Ooh. holleration, okay, in this dancery. And to me, I just think that like people want so bad. If Drake was from Bronx, the Bronx, he would be Jay Z to you people. Because I'm still today trying to figure out why Jay-Z is who he is to y'all in terms of rap. I just think that, like, it to me, it was a hater statement. Like, there's no other way to say it. It was, a hate, it was a hater statement. It was just a hater statement. Like, just because Drake's music has ascended to being popular, to being everywhere, to being what it is, that does not mean that Drake is pop all of a sudden. Like, or he's not rap enough or whatever he meant by it being Target. Like, you trying to, what you trying to say, my nigga, Lena DeRay or some shit? <laughs> but I think for me, it also makes you wonder, like, hmm, so does hip-hop always have to be violent music, right? Yeah. You know, I'm riding down the street and, like, the pops, the the, po- the popo and the gangs are trying to shoot me and da 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 Today was a good day. Like, does it have to be that? If it ain't that, it got to be conscious. It's gotta it got to be, be conscious. It's like, be, we as the black okay. police power. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> And it's like, come on, like as like hip hop. I think it's it's we all know that it's more than that. It's diverse, you know. Because I want to hear that shit. So and yeah. I, and you know, um, I don't know what interview it was with Lil Wayne. What you know what the interview he, he was did? on a podcast. It was a podcast. Yeah. Um, and they asked him about it, and he was like, "It's just American history because Drake is light skin," mm. you know. Uh, and I think that's the most absolute freaking answer is because he's light skin. This is and it, it definitely is giving hater. Like you, you are definitely hating because you, and you, and it's like the way he said it's like I know you like his music too though. I wanted to ask him like it wasn't pop when you did Brown Sugar and you were pretending to be an up and coming rapper. That shit wasn't pop to you. I'm dead. Not for real. When you was doing Carmen a hip hopper and you was playing a crooked cop, that wasn't pop for you. Lord. Cause Yasin be trying to act like that's what the shit too about some of these rappers. Mm. Yasin want to sit here and act like. Oh, then that's his legal name. That's his name. You know he don't even low key go by most deaf like that no more. He go by Yasin Bay. That's his name. So it's like Yasin, you. <laughs> Yasin, 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 Yasin. <laughs> that's an insider. If you're Nigerian, uh, you know what song that is. <laughs> no, but for real, Yasin, it's like. I feel like some of these 80s, 90s hip-hop niggas, y'all quit rapping and started acting, or you started business, or you right, started right, 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 right. So it's like, to be honest, Drake has just taken rap as far as it was ever going to go. Yeah, and that, And that's a fact. Like, that's how I'd be like, no shade to Jay-Z, but kind of shade. I'm like, y'all be giving him all this greatest rapper alive shit, but mm-hmm. it's for business. Mm-hmm. If we doing just music, his music is good, but it's very regional to me. Like I feel like we love Jay Z, but the but the God status of rap that he has is I think that's from- over. I think it's you know I think you know because sometimes I'm not a big Jay Z fan, but when I whenever I hear his music, I'm like, oh, this shit is decent. Yeah, you like, like Jay Z. This, this, this like I'm like, oh, I this like shit Jay-Z. is actually is really decent. For sure. You know what I'm saying? But I think like that time has passed. 
That's just what it is. Are like, you saying I, the time when he was the goat? Yeah, now it's no, okay. Now you ask a, you, you can of ask course I know people who feel the same way, but you know it's always gonna be a new people, a new person, new person, new person. That's just life in ev- in every region, in every aspect, whether it's business, academia, music, movie. New somebody else is gonna come up and take over, and that's just it. And it's Drake's turn now, and it's yeah. and Drake really has made hip hop more global. I yes. think, and that's something that we could we could rightfully say. You know yes. what I'm saying? He has made it, and I get your point. We're saying like Jay-Z's more original. He's New York, I mean. Yeah, that's okay. What he's yeah. Say. So, but I, I mean, when he made that statement, I'm just like, damn, not it's, it's the way he. It's one thing we said. Okay, maybe I. If he has just said that he feels like, you know, he has a little bit more pop in his hip-hop, that's okay. But he said, it's elevator music, G. He said, it's Target music. I'm like, what? That's what I'm saying. Because when I go into Target Forever 21, you be hearing, if I can't, I'm like, I'm like, don't play with my mind like that. I'm just like, wait, what? Come on. And I also want to just remind people, Drake is a multiracial person. I think that I don't like all that. Oh, people be like, oh, Drake be cosplaying or he be pretending to be a culture or whatever, whatever. Drake is an international star. Please, I think that that's one thing that people forget all the time. Drake's father is from Memphis. Drake's father is from the South. He visited his father. He did not just meet his daddy at 30 years old. Drake knew his father. He visited his cousins in the South, so he was influenced by his Southern cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Drake is an international star. He lived in Canada as a Jew. He was a child actor. Like, Drake is so blessed to be multifaceted. Yeah, no, he really is. He is a real... So it's like, people want to say, that's because a lot of y'all ain't never been off the porch. Y'all know the four corners, so you can't identify... My folks have not been downtown. Like, seriously, you can only identify your hood, your corner, your neighborhood, your dialect, your peoples. But for those of us... And what bus y'all get on? For real, but those of us... And I think as cross-culture queens, we also understand that in a sense where it's like... I speak for myself, like <laughs> she said. She speak for no, no, we're both cross culture, but I say my experience <laughs> in it is that you know I grew up where I grew up, so it's like I have a lot of like you know Southside Chicago ways. Okay, but at the same time, I grew up in a Nigerian household. Okay, so I'm very also still Nigerian. Mm, you get know what I mean? Mm, so it's mm, like mm. I was born in Portugal. Oh, that's what I was waiting for. No, blindy line. <laughs> But it's like, so this kind of like, there's different parts mm. that I can relate to because I have mm. been there. Facts, facts. I have engulfed in it. Mm. You know, mm. in some days I still use New East Coast slang. Mm. I lived there for like two, three years. I have my friends are still there. Like, mm. so there's certain things where it's like, it's not a cosplay. Mm. It's actually part it's of me. Okay. It's a piece of me. Okay. Check that. How fair you say? Okay. Check, now check <laughs> that. <laughs> No, I feel that though. I feel that uh, no, absolutely. As a crowd, I don't know. If I should be doing my. If I should do my own rundown too of how I'm. No, made. say it. Okay, as a cross culture, <laughs> you know, one grew up in Nigeria. Facts. You know, I lived in London for a period of time. Too. They don't know. In case you didn't know, let me add that one there. They too. didn't know you have many regions. On oh, your very many. I, I lived in New York too. Which was some of Jay Z. Me too. Yeah. I live in the Bronx. No, you too. No, you actually, Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. I also lived in Cali. Come on, West Coast. Like totally. <laughs> Not the Valley. No, 
You know. Oh, no, she's like, come on. <laughs> Different region. Okay. So, you know, Chicago is there too. Come on. Come on. Okay. We are well traveled over here. No, you seriously. know, with diverse culture. You okay. know, different tones, different accents. We, we, we got Don't it. Don't let me get the cold switchy. <laughs> oh, I can give you proper. <laughs> Period. Oh, no, I've been yes. my people. <sighs> YMCMB to the death of me. <laughs> That's what this segment was called. YMCMB. Not to the death of me. Period. But yeah, it definitely was giving hater. Okay, you know what? Let's let's switch it up. Let's switch it up. Let's let's you know, let's talk about something else. All right. So, okay. We was on the TikTok streets. Actually, shout out to Kev. Kev sent us this. Okay. So there was a TikTok about a girl who was kind of talking. She was talking to this dude. They not official, they're not dating, they're not in an official relationship, but they talking heavy, I say. Mm-hmm. And she Describe the story of where this guy, you know, he cooks, you know, not nothing crazy, but he likes to cook. And he prepared a five-course meal for a female friend. Now, the five-course meal also was not just like a regular five-course meal, but it was plated. It was given roof crisp with the plating. It was okay. like garnish, parsley, oregano. Like, you know, when you put the, when you know when they put the bowl Mm-hmm. And they topped the bowl over on the mm-hmm. plate to give it the perfect formation. Mm-hmm. It was given one of that. Mm-hmm. So she was on TikTok telling the story. And then she kind of said that, like, yeah, he's cool. I like him. But to me, it was given red flag. Okay. She said the red flag in it is that if you're doing this much for a female friend and mm-hmm. y'all don't see that this is a little, a little bit a lot. Yeah. Then to me, it makes me feel like you guys are going to have an issue with boundaries mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. Like when I become your girlfriend, you cook me meals while me and her get the same ass type of meals. Mm. Mm. So, you know, the streets were saying she was insecure. Mm. Do you feel like she was insecure? I ain't going to lie. I think that, hey. It's a it, red flag? I do think it's somewhat of a red flag. Okay. I do think. That he cooked his friend a meal. But, yes. Is the way he went about it? I think the insecurity is posting about it online. Okay, okay. Because when you say, sometimes when you say things overly openly, mm-hmm. it becomes like, ah, you worried, you're trying to get the thing mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. But I do think that, like, how she kept that little tidbit to herself, like, hmm, this is something to monitor. I think it is a red flag. I think it is something to, to look for. Something to monitor, something to, like, okay, hold on. What's tea over here? Hmm. You know, I think it depends. You know, I don't think it's wrong for, I don't, it's not wrong for it to be a red flag for her. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, we all have different red flags. You know, yeah. if that's something she's not comfortable with, then she's not comfortable with it. But for me, it's not something I necessarily deem as a red flag. Now, it depends on how often it's been it's been done. It depends if yeah. she's feeding her in the process, you know? Exactly. Because I know in the past, I have cooked a meal for my guy best friend. Like, Yeah, and even when I was making the meal, the guy I was dating, well, actually, it was my son's father that I was dating back then. He was there when I made the meal for him. Mm. Um, but he was understanding of, he, you know, he had a clear understanding of what the friendship was. You know what I'm saying? So he didn't feel, I think he sent me for a second. He was like, hmm. But then when he saw, like, the interaction, I was like, I just made you a meal. Because he said he hasn't had Eba and Okra in a while. I'm like, let me just make you a bad Okra because I can make you make Eba and Okra. And we were both in college. We all, you know, we all like UIC. Yeah. And for me, and I'm making... It was plated well. It was a good meal. And that's it. That's you know a little saying? different. So for me, I don't see how. Like I could I, again, I could mm. see how one could see that's red flag. If it's just not something that's your cup of tea, it's not your cup of tea. Right. If that's something that's more personal for you, feel like okay, that's something I personally just want for me, then that's okay. You know. But I think on the other hand, we have to also have to be understanding of because I'm like, okay, is he a chef? Is he someone that just likes to cook? You know? Because honestly, me and uh, one of our friends. 
a guy friends, we be we be sending pictures of like, oh, we cook this, we cook this, we cook this, we cook this, and like one day we'll all like bring a, a plate to each other, kind of thing, mm. you know, and without thinking of like. Mm, is there something extra involved? You know whether they have a girlfriend or not. Now with my male, uh, my male best friend, now that he's in a relationship, you know because I don't know how she may view it, it's certain things that may just slow down. You yeah. know, just out of respect. Even though I know my intentions are not like that, it would never be like that. But just because of how we women do feel and think about certain mm-hmm. things, it's like okay, you know what? Maybe I ain't gonna call him like, hey, I cooked this. But in the past, I would have been like, gee, I cooked this. I cooked this for you. I have extra plates, whatever. It's a good ass meal. Come and eat. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I'm saying I think what you're saying is different than what she was saying. Okay, okay. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, it's one. Nobody's saying you can't cook for your friends. Okay, and it's like obviously it's gonna be on a plate. Yeah, you know what I mean. It doesn't have to be on a paper plate. It's gonna be on a plate. Yeah, but it's kind of like I saw you, the video. The the, it, the plate didn't look anything special to me. I'm sorry, it did to not. To me, I was like, it wasn't super special. I think it's the five courses one. Okay, like why are you making like to me there? Because okay, what's the difference if we do a dinner date in the house? Like, you and your man and y'all mm-hmm. doing a dinner day. I feel like when you... It's one thing to, like, I'm cooking dinner tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, friends come over, I'm cooking dinner, you mm-hmm. eat, whatever. It's another to go with the intention of, yo, we finna, we, finna, we about to cook a dinner. I'm going to give you the appetizer after the appetizer is the main course. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a little of this. Dinner. But what you got to say in that voice, though? Because even that voice, you said it sounded more sultry. Because it's a lot. To me, I feel like who I'm cooking for, unless <laughs> it's a general dinner party, but then yeah, it's just yeah. me and you. I low-key... Could say how I had a friend, it's a friend that we know, and I low-key felt like there was a time where we we was we was trying to feel like, oh, is there an intimate thing between us? Right. And part right. of one of those intimate nights was cooking dinner in a certain way between the two oh, of us. Oh, okay. So to me, I was just kinda I just be feeling like I think that dinner can be it can also it could be a family thing, it could be a communal thing, it could yeah. be like whatever. And it could definitely be a romantic thing. And that's the thing. I'm just like there's a way where it's like mm, just a little just a little romantic. No, I no, I just like I feel that I get it. Like it's yeah. possible. You know what I'm saying? It depends on how he went yeah. all about it. Like what was his vibe, his energy about it, you know, when he served at the meal, what was all of, like, you know, you know, but then again, he did send pictures of the girl he was talking to, like, hey, this mm-hmm. is what I cooked. So in a way, she was like, okay, maybe he has nothing to hide. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, maybe this is something he, this is something like, is he a chef? Is he someone that likes to cook? Right. Because it definitely was really elaborate. I'm it not, was. It was different meals. So I'm just like, is this guy, now if he was a chef, now I wouldn't I wouldn't think too much about it. Because, yeah, okay, this is my Because he practicing. Cook. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe he practicing for some friends, whatever. But now, if it's something he does consistently for one specific friend, then for me, like, okay, it's more than, it's more than, oh, it's a birthday. It's more than, because when I did it for my Abdul, I'll just say his name. It was actually his birthday, too. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, now nah, I had a cake, too. But it's like, it's Abdul. It's his birthday, yeah. you know? Um, And he's my son's godfather now, so it just shows the friendship. But now, if it's like, oh, you doing on the regular, it's not birthday, no special occasion. They ain't depressed. They ain't down. You ain't trying to uplift them. It's just, and you doing on a... It's more than one, two, three, four, five times. Okay, then I'm like, there's something behind it. And cooking is a love language for me. Absolutely. Okay. You know what I mean? It is like, I cook for my friends. It's not that I don't cook. But when I cook for my boo, it definitely be like. It's a love language. Listen, especially as a Nigerian woman, for me, I used to get mad, like, you know, with my son's dad, like, when I cook, and then he'd be like, oh, he ate. Bitch, I could. Yeah, I'd be very offended. It's such, I feel like such a like African woman thing. Like, how dare you eat outside when I cook at home? I'm definitely one of those women where, you know how they be having some women where it's like, oh, some women bought them food at work. No, that'd turn me up. Ah! 
don't like that. Who's this bitch cooking for you? Don't cook for my man. I don't like okay. that. Okay, I cook for my man. Meal? I nourish my man. I feed my man. That ain't for Period. you to do. And quite frankly, I feel like if you as a man, how much is you cooking? That's what I'm saying. If you a chef, okay, maybe because that's whatever. That's something you yeah. do for the regular. But if you in the house on something, I don't even care if you like to cook. Don't like it that damn much that you cook it for somebody. I feel that. To this extent, I, I feel that. That is yeah. not a particular thing. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I feel that, but yeah, absolutely. Like, you better eat my food now. Well, maybe I'm insecure. That's what they said. Hell no. Maybe um, I'm insecure. But since we're in this topic of relationships, Sofia Vergara, you know, she's an actress, and she was with her husband. She was with this sexy man. What is his name? His name is Joe. He was in um, he was True Blood. Uh-huh. <sighs> let me. I want let me. Let me look him up real quick. What else he's because I want people to be able to know who the hell I'm talking about. Um, Joe, what's his name? Joe Manganiello. I was gonna say it's like Mangiano or something like that. <laughs> he's an actor. Mm-hmm. He's six five. What is something popular he's really been in that people would know? Girl, y'all better look him up. He a white man actor. You know him when you see him, Manganiello. He a fine. He a fine. He he one of them sassy Italians, spicy mm. ones. But you know, you know, he did a DNA show. That DNA show. Oh, it's like find your that, roots. Uh, yeah, yeah. That Manganiello is like, oh, that's actually your real family. Your great 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 grandfather is a black man. I might know what his fine. He, he can gives that. Yeah, he gives you, that. You have some extra color in you now. Come on, when he six something, white people not tall for real. <laughs> for real, white people not tall like. But that. anyway, to the actual story, um, they were together. I think for almost ten years, and they're they divorced were now for a while, right? And mm-hmm. she's fifty one, he's forty seven. She's you know he's she's a little bit older, and she finally said why they split up, and and mainly because of a baby. Mm-hmm. He wants to have a baby. She already has an adult son, mm-hmm. you know, from her previous relationship. I think she had him at 19. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, I'm ready to be a grandmother. Okay. Not an old mama. You know, she's like, I want my son to have kids and bring them over for a weekend or so and take them back. Okay. But Joe really wants to have kids. And it's like, sir, I'm sorry. I just have to let you go. So you could go live your life. Your kids. And, you know, as men... Fortunate and unfortunately, you could be a 60-year-old man and you could still have kids. Yep. Uh, compared to a woman, it's like, girl, I'm, I'm going through the flashes. 51? You want me to now bear a child? Maybe I I'm got about four more years before I'm and like, over. This? Okay. So what do you think about this? I just think that, like, um, people, when people don't, like, consider enough that women, it's a body thing. Mm. Like, you know, it's not just like a want or I want to have your baby or whatever the situation is. There are real physical ramifications for getting pregnant, Mm. right? Like, even sometimes I even think to myself, like, oh, let me get in better shape for when when I want to be pregnant. Mm -hmm. Like, that, that is something that we as women have to think about, right? Like, you can't even be no sloppy underweight or overweight woman trying to get pregnant. Like, it's a full body thing. So, it's like if you're not... You know what I'm saying? Once you hit a certain age, that's why they tell you at a certain age. It's not necessarily that women just can't conceive at 40 or whatever. It's mm-hmm. that conceiving at this age is going to take a different toll on your body. Mentally, emotionally, every aspect. Yes. So, like, yes. I think that sometimes, and this is also a cautionary tale to men, I feel, too. Because I feel like a lot of the time men do have that mentality of, you know, I'm going to settle down whenever I have a baby. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, but okay... The older you get, the younger your that has to get for you too, right? Like at thirty, at forty, as a forty-year-old man, it's gonna be harder for you to find a forty-year-old woman or somebody equally young, even thirty-eight, thirty-nine, whatever. Mm-hmm. That it's gonna be as 
simple yeah. to say let's have a baby. Yeah. It's possible, but it's not as like, yeah, let's just start our lives right now. People do it and people have to want for it, but it's something to consider. And I don't mm-hmm. think enough people consider it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree. You know, if you're dating an older woman, you have to put that in consideration. Like she may or may not be able or willing to have a child, you know, to want to go through that process. Do you and think that's something that should be discussed before the marriage? Though? Yes, actually, I was going to bring oh. up. Absolutely, yes. You have to. Like, it's. I feel like, you know, as we said, it takes more than love for a relationship. Yeah. Like, you really have to have those hard conversations. Like, can we have kids? Do we want to have kids? Mm-hmm. You know, do we want to go through this? How do we want to parent our kids? Do we have the same parenting styles? What are our expectations? Like, yes, you may love somebody and be so deeply in love, but realize that, okay, this aspect of life that is so monumental to you, that's a major deal breaker, y'all don't share that. Yeah. And you may bask in that love for a little bit, but after a while, the love is not going to be enough. And as we see, because you could tell that, you know, they're really in love with each yeah, other. The passion is there. It's, oh, sexy and all oh, that. But yeah. it's just, you know, he's Italian and she's, he's, you know, she's Latina, she's Latina. And, and it's like, ah, hot. But it's like, okay, the, the, after the love, what is it? Baby, I, the first love come love. love, then come marriage, okay. then come the baby and the baby carriage. The love was enough. And they had the love for 10 years, but it wasn't enough, you know. And mm-hmm. unless if he was like, you know what, it's okay. Unless if he decides that, you know what, loving you is truly enough for me. Yeah. But if it's not, then it's not. Yeah. It's not. I definitely think that, you know, this kind of goes to, like, some points I've made before where I just feel like people don't, people don't communicate or discuss things that really matter before getting into Mm -hmm. these serious, life-changing things, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, what if she would have got pregnant just off the GP? Like, we having unprotected sex, whatever. And then what if she died? Because her ass is old. Or what if she said, hey, bro, I'm pregnant. I know you want the baby, but I know that. I ain't going to take it, yeah. I'm not even. I ain't got it. I can't even carry no kid right now. I ain't got it. I can't even breastfeed the baby. Yeah. So I'm just thinking, like, I feel like, I don't know. It's not necessarily that's that's what I put on my hinge profile. But I do think that I would ask about children before we got married. Absolutely. Especially because they got married older, too. Yeah. They like get you're married like 25. Yeah, like you're in your late 30s, 40s. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I feel like if you, like, that's something that you discuss early. Yeah. Like, early. So, with that being said, it actually makes me think of a TikTok that I did see. What are the things that you feel like you should tell someone before they become your boyfriend, though? My boyfriend? Not husband, but you feel like it's important they should mention before Oh, you, you know, y'all should talk about before y'all become a couple. I think boundaries. Like, okay. what do you... Con- like, what you should cook for? Hell yeah. What no, you like, cook for? Like, what is cheating for you? Mm. You know, like, little stuff like, I have a lot of male friends. Are you uncomfortable with that? Yeah, yeah. Or, do you find it disrespectful if I go out and come back at 3 a.m. and you ain't go out with me? Okay. Like I, I think like like bound like what are things that you find as disrespect? Yeah. I yeah. would like to know that like oh damn you mad at that? Yeah. Because I think a lot of times too people do think get in relationships and then look like little random stuff happens yeah. and then be like that made you mad? Right. Like damn I know you were mad. Ooh quite okay funny story fake funny. So it was a person in my life. Okay. He's still in my life. But whatever. Um, we was going out together. Okay. 
And I was wearing like a little bodysuit, like a like a you know that black jumpsuit I got. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's cute. Okay, I wish I could describe it to y'all, but it's a long sleeve. It's like a full bodysuit. Okay, it's form fitting, but it's not like super scandalous mm-hmm. or whatever. Anyway, we was going out, and then I had like a little windbreaker mm-hmm. on, but I guess like the bottom half was bare, so it's so your back was out or something. So or your not, booty was out. Like I, it looked like leggings and a top okay. technically. So we was going out, and he was just kind of like. That's what you want to wear? Mm. I was like, what you mean? And he was like, I feel like you got bigger sweaters. Like, Oh, he's saying cover up. Yeah, he was saying cover up. And I was just like, at first I was like, no, you're not serious. And he was like, no, nah, I'm just feeling like, you know, we going out, we stepping out together. Like, he started saying a bunch of shit. And I was like, uh-huh. I would have oh, okay. never, like, I would have never, first of all, I wouldn't take you as a police uh, uh, outfit type of person. Yeah. And also, I wouldn't have known that this is something that you would consider as a revealing outfit. Because I know typically with guys, they don't, they're more okay with you to wear a villain outfit when you're, when they're with you. Yes. Than when you're alone. Because it's yes. like, then I'm not with you. Who are you showing this for? Okay. But he was like, you know what? I don't want no extra attention on you at all. He felt like for the place that we was going, it wasn't necessary. Okay. Was what you're we wearing. Was going to the gun range. And was, was it inappropriate what you were wearing? In my mind. It was I, fitting. I it felt. It was like a casual cute fit. Yeah. It was like athleisure. Mm. It was athleisure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I feel like I feel like he just felt like you know mm-hmm. your ass is out. Like motherfuckers can see your ass. You you know mm-hmm. the curvature of your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just felt like I'm, I wanted to feel sexy. Why not? So like, did you go and change your what? I switched sweaters. I did switch sweaters. Okay, look at you listen to your man, girl. He's not my man. I just want to say obeying your man. I don't have any of those things. I just wanted to avoid the conversation. Okay. Okay. I mean, I think, yeah, I think, you know, you definitely do not need to have certain conversations before you guys become, because I saw on TikTok, right, this is where that conversation came from, and people Twitter saying, like, you know, before they got their boyfriend or girlfriend, they didn't mention, like, you know, in two years, I'm actually moving out of state for another job. What? That's bogus. <laughs> and it's like, whoa. <laughs> nah, you tell me that. <laughs> another person said, like, I actually started talking to you because I actually liked your friend first, but you know what, to make your friend jealous, what? we ain't a bit together. <laughs> No, people are fucking brutal. No, no that stuff is weird. <laughs> but so it made me think like, damn, I'm like, okay, me, I mean, I, I'm dating, you know what I'm saying? Um, but nothing's like exclusive or serious, whatever. So I'm just like, okay, if I am to get to that level with that person, what is it that I should let them know? You know, I mean, obviously, besides the main thing being I have a child, that's like a f- immediate thing, you know. Some people don't tell that. Some people don't tell Some that. Some people will not true. tell you that they have a child. Some, I, I've learned that. Some people will not tell that. And I think the main thing I would have to discuss is the dynamic between me and my child's dad, you know, mm-hmm. to make sure, like, hey, this is what it's look, it looks like, and are you comfortable with this or not? Yes. You know, and you may not be comfortable with, with it. It has to be one of those things that you have to grow into being comfortable with, you know, or I may adjust a little bit, you know, out of respect, um, but it's one of those things like, okay, it's already set in stone. Yes. You know, I'm trying to see what other thing it is. I think now, I think also now that I'm dating, I feel like in a way I'm too much in my head because I'm like, I don't repeat and same like mistakes I made in the past, mm. right? But because I'm so focused on all making those same mistakes, I'm not enjoying the moment. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Because I'm just like, okay, I don't want to be in a situation where it's like you dating someone for so long mm. or like you're not being yourself or like, you know, you're not. Maybe don't be too upfront about certain things. You know, be honest, but don't say everything. Okay. And it's like, which one? Do I tell you how I really feel or okay. do I not tell you how I feel? You know, and in a way, I'm like, it's taking away from me just enjoying this person, enjoying this moment, you know, for whatever it is, whether it lasts or not. It's an experience, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, it, 
things happen for a reason. So I think that's the state I'm actually am right now with the whole dating thing. I'm just like, let me just calm down. Yeah, it's it's really hard. I think that you know, there's also a lot of like that's a. I think the fine line is like, what matters before we commit to each other. Mm. Like, what are things that we could learn about each other in the dating process? Absolutely, because there's certain things that I can't reveal until you, my my man. And I think exactly, exactly. That's where I'm at. Exactly. Yeah, like there's certain things. I was like, all right, we cool, we booing, but we not even together for me to tell you that. Exactly. You know That's I mean? how I feel. Like yeah. I feel like sometimes with dating, people want to see all of you before they get to like, okay, now we could be boyfriend girlfriend. And it's like, no, you ain't gonna see all of me now. Exactly. Because we just dating. Because we don't even. No, no, you want you ain't got that yet. Yeah. You know, so you actually gonna have to wait, and then you see all of me. Like I'm not, I'm gonna be transparent as possible that fits this time frame that we at, but I'm not gonna be so transparent where you see all of me. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Mm-mm. So speaking of dating a little bit, let's transition okay. to another conversation with um, dating and relationships. So you know, all of the stuff with Cat Williams came up. What was it? Two, three weeks ago? Three mm-hmm. another month. Where we talked about all the club Shay Shay stuff. And part of that conversation that came up was Kevin Hart. Now, soon after that, his ex-wife, Tori Hart, um, is announced to go on tour with Cat Williams. I think right. we spoke about that a little bit. So now the conversation is coming up. I, I feel like this conversation come up every so often about Tori Hart keeping the last name Hart. Mm-hmm. Um, so people have pressed her about it. Like, you know, that's your ex-husband. You're not with him no more. Why keep the last name? And she's kind of said that, well, I helped build his brand. Like, I was there before you all knew him mm-hmm. as Kevin Hart when mm-hmm. we were just the Hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's been a lot of conversation on social media about keeping an ex-husband's last name. Mm. Are you for it or are you against it? <sighs> ay, ay, ay. <sighs> Me. I mean, I'll change my name back to my regular name. Mm. I think I would, but I understand why some don't, especially yeah. if you have a famous last name. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If that last name hold weight, Ooh. if it hold weight. So it's clout chasing. You want the props? No, no, no. Oh. That's real. Because why else now? Because you want the the extraness or you know the extra care. Like oh, whether it's I'm trying to see what's a famous last name. That Tina you, Turner. Let's use something else. Tina Turner. I think with Tina Turner is a little bit different because that was that was her like her stage name. Her stage like name. Like Tori Hart. You know what I'm saying? That was like her stage name. Mm-hmm. You know, we all know her husband was fucked up. Yeah. But it was like that's how now to now change my name. I, I think that was more of like the stage name, whatever mm-hmm. you know. And she was an artist. That's different. We saw for the wives. Diane. Tori Hart is an artist. Who's Tori Hart? Oh yeah, Kevin yeah. Hart's. Well, ex-wife. I forgot. <laughs> Try to see who else is a big name that I'm gonna be like. Larsa Pippen. Okay. She need to drop that name. Okay. No. So like that's Larsa a, Pippen need to drop. Like, that's that a name. good example yeah. because again, Pippen is not even a common last name at like that. Yeah. It's not like Washington. Yeah. Like, oh, they said Washington. Unless you put Denzel there, I wouldn't know. I'm, I'm finna be like, oh, it's Washington. Yeah. You know, Magic Johnson. Unless you say, I'm Laura Magic Johnson. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but Pippin, I'm finna be like, hold on. Hold on. Related to these two Okay. So, yes, ma'am, I'm finna keep that name. I'm, I'm just gonna keep it real. I'm just keep it real. I, I think it also depends on how maybe burnt I am. Burnt in the sense of how much damage and heartbrokenness I have. Because yeah. I could be like, fuck it, I'm being my own person. You mm. know what I'm saying? But I'm also the kind of woman, like, even if I'm dating a successful man, I will have my own business. So, and, and I'm really proud, prideful. 
with you know as a Nigerian woman as African like our names mean something. Mean something. So I'm like, fuck you, I'm finna carry my daddy's name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just me personally. But on the other side, I get why these women do keep their names. You know what I'm saying? It is for clout chasing. It is so you could get the extra, you know, extra service. The extra whatever that you mm. may get. You know, whether you go to a restaurant. Oh, it's hard. You know what? Let's put her up on the list. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you at the store? Let's give her a champagne. It comes with those things. That's the Facts. only reason why. I mean, some women say, oh, because, oh, I want me and my kids to have the same last name. That's I what you say. Who? I beg. Yes, I'm, I beg. Okay. Okay. Because, actually, it's funny because I recently received a mail. You know, obviously, my son has his dad's last name. And I had a mail that it was, it was Erica and his last name. Ah. And I was like, interesting. That's hilarious. I was like, oh, how did they make that mistake? I'm like, hmm. You know, for a minute, I'm like, I'm not gonna lie. For a second, I was like, "Oh, this is cute." Like, oh. I'm not going. I'm gonna be honest. I was like, first, and not even like, it's just like, "Oh, that's cute." We all the whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, I beg, I beg, take this. This is not my name. <laughs> it's not my name. Carry it and go. It's not my name. It's not my name. <laughs> so I could understand it a tad bit, but please, it's. She said she said she worked for it, right? She said I work for it. I delivered two kids for this name. Okay. I married this name. It. I do think that in Tori Hart's case, I think that it's more so to spite Kevin, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, it's Absolutely. To, it's to piss him off. It's like, oh, me, you, and Aniko. Okay. Okay, we the heart. We are the heart. Um, but, I okay, so like Tracy Edmonds. For those of you who don't know Tracy Edmonds, Tracy Edmonds is Kenneth Babyface Edmonds' former wife. Okay. Who ended up being with Deion Sanders yeah. for a, a lot of years. Mm-hmm. So, like, for some of these women who, like, you know, they date rich, they're going to be rich. Mm-hmm. Is that, like, an issue? Do you think it's, like, you you keeping the more famous husband last name? Or, like, some people is, like, because this is the thing with changing names. I think this is the thing that don't get talked about. When women get married, it's not, like, no cute, like, okay, now we're just going to call you like that. When it becomes a legal thing of changing your name, you would, mm-hmm. like people don't know you got to change your birth certificate a little bit. It is no, it definitely is a lot. Like, it's a lot of paperwork. To be it's honest. paperwork. Yeah, yeah. So some women have just been like, "Baby, I already did this once. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it twice." Mm-hmm. Like until maybe I get married again. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and I feel that though. You know what I'm saying? It definitely is a lot. Of, like I know with my mom when she got married to my biological father, she had his last name. Mm. Um, and she had his last name for a while until she met my stepdad. Then she finally changed her last name back to her maiden name because mm-hmm. I feel like I think he was like, you know, why do you still have this name yeah. kind of thing, you know? So, you know, your next relationship may prompt you to be like, okay, let me change this name. Let me drop let, that. Let me like drop it. Like we see with Melody on Love and Marriage Huntsville. Mm-hmm. Like she made... She changed her name. She made it a priority to be like, I don't care. I got the same last name. These four kids, we've been together for 20-something years. Yeah. I'm changing my name. But let's be real. Martel ain't shit, though. And that's the thing. I think that plays some, a major that, role, too. He ain't shit. He ain't, saying, he ain't no big baller. Shot caller. And then, he ain't okay. that. What about the reverse? Like, what about women who are already a name and then they get married? Mm-hmm. Are they supposed to have to take their husband's last name? They don't name? have to because even for me, I mean, not that I'm already a name per se, but listen, y'all finna know my last name. <laughs> but... I've, you know, a part of me, I've always said I would kind of hyphenate my name. Mm. The only thing is that my last name is already long, so it's kind of, I can't even see hyphen, whatever. It's like, damn, it has to be the shortest name, whatever my mm. husband is. Um, but my situation is a little bit different. That's why I want to keep my name. And I think name is powerful. Yeah. Ah, name 
name is like that's what people know you as. So if you feel like your name is already worth something and you want to change, especially like especially women, you see this common with those who are like doctors, women who are doctors, you know, like they're CEOs of okay. major companies. You know, it's kind of like I worked hard, you know, and it was my this name that I have that. You know, this, is, this is the name that people know me as, this and I don't. I, I don't want to now change because I am married, and they have a right to do that. But now you have to be okay with the partner you have. That do they feel secure in mm-hmm. that? Because according to tradition and culture, you go with your husband's name, and some men are okay with it, and some name some men are not. Oh, okay. Side note, but slightly related. Um, there's some women who believe if we are not married, I am not giving my child your last name. That's a good one too. That's a good one. Well, well, for me, I I didn't have to I didn't have to think about it twice, you know, because of the relation we had. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't. He it, it wasn't. I feel like in those situations, it works for those like it was a one night stand. You know, mm-hmm. you guys don't have a good relationship. It's a toxic relationship. This person is in the child's life. Then it kind of makes sense to be like, you gonna have my last name because I'm the one taking care of everything. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That is for me personally. That's when I will make that type of decision. But even having my child, I didn't have to think twice about is he gonna mm-hmm. have his son's his dad's last name maybe also because i'm nigerian too so i'm a part of that you know that culture of like you know the, the husband the father whatever but mainly because it's like oh we don't hear his this child's life so yeah he gonna have his dad's name mm. but in that situation ain't nothing wrong with that too because if you're like he, he in the dad's life in the son's life then why but what if he is if he is i would say like you know he has you know dad has the child should have his dad's last name i actually come back now okay. i don't care so i'm just talking but i feel like there is nothing. I mean, obviously, it's nothing. No judgment in any way. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Speaking. But I feel like it kind of adds up in a way to me for like some women to be like, "We are not a union." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is my baby mm-hmm. and your baby. Mm-hmm. So maybe we would hyphenate the name, or this baby came out of me. Now I get the whole logistics of like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, whatever, absolutely. whatever. But I do be feeling like, hmm. That's a that's an angle, cause it is kind of like when we do family trees, men don't be understanding like this baby extends your family tree, not my family tree, right? Like a lot of the time when people have kids, that extends your like when we do the family tree, that's on your side, it don't fall on my side. And that's the fucked up part about it that I really do dislike. You know, that's like, damn, why is this shit one sided? But it's very true. Which is why, honestly, I gave my son two long-ass Yoruba <laughs> names as his middle name. Because it's like, motherfucker, you going to have that Yoruba stamp in your name. Mm-hmm. You can't escape the shit. Because you already have two English-ass, old white man-ass names. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't even dispute that fact, too. If that's how you feel as a woman, you have a right to feel that mm-hmm. way. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like even, like, the Igbo culture is similar to that in Nigeria. Yeah. We saw that with Davido, with Davido and, yeah. you know, uh, what's Shama. Shama, where it's like... Even when the child, the, you know, the child passed away, mm. it's like he kind of had to marry her because if you want the child to be buried in, you know, your, family to, in your family and also have your last name, it's like, we got to get married. And mm. and I think that's a good thing. I think that's absolutely a good thing. I'm not, I don't dispute that at all, at all, actually. But people like, uh, what's R. Kelly's last name? Uh, Drea like, Kelly, she like, need girl, to let that go. Let that name go. That's not even a positive name at this point. Drea Kelly need to let that go. Let let the name say bye bye to that name because it ain't bringing. We ain't even know you when you had when you were married to the man. So it's like, sure, girl, please. It, it's like she started just really being like a Kelly after everything happened. Exactly, exactly. Okay, um, so this this is a little scandal. This is a little scandalous. So a forty year old house cleaner, she steals a billionaire sperm in the condom. 
Mm. And it started into herself, you know, did the whole turkey baster thing. And she got pregnant. And then she filed for child support. And she won. Damn. Child support. Hmm. Is this right? Does this lady deserve? Does she deserve child support? So the billionaire had sex with a different woman and she just was so, cleaning you know what, up. Me, that, that's the part I need to actually look into to see what the case was, was, was that. But it's definitely not given that she, they slept together. It's like she... Like she knew she Diddy was in the room the with Carisha and she mm-hmm, just stole it because she saw mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, it's, it's an, you're a housekeeper. You see the... You're like, it's a hotel. You can't in a hotel. You know what I'm saying? You see condoms and the garbage. Oh, shit. You know who was in that room? Finesse. That's that's a finesse. Finesse as No, in. that's a finesse. So, I no, I don't. It's not even her. No, it's not her. I mean, I ain't going to hold you. It's bogus. It's billionaires used condom, not. It's bogus. No, it's it's dirty. It's, it's, it's like, grimy. damn, you got him good. But did she get him? She got him. She got him. Got him. Nah, she got him. Got him. I ain't going to lie. Part of me is like, man, if only I could. But the other part is like, oh, yeah. No, that's too cold, G. It's like, you grimy, G. How much is the child support? Now, I don't know those details. Is it millions? Because if it's millions, it ain't nothing to them. I mean, be, but it's, it's bogus. It's bogus. It's bogus. It's bogus. Because even outside of that, it's a whole human life. Do you, do you think she deserves child support? No, because she stole that sperm. That's that's theft. That's, exactly. That's it's crazy. not that you guys had consensual sex. At this point, we would call it raping to a, to a certain degree. No, some real you, stuff. That you stealing not intellectual property, but you stealing sperm or property. You stealing no, you all some real stuff. Come on, all jokes aside. Come on, that, that, that man deserved a little bit more of the rights to that. Come on, because like I don't understand how I check into a hotel. The main it's his housekeeper actually. It's not oh. a hotel. No hotel. I just use hotel as an example, but it just says forty year old Las Vegas. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me read it correctly. A 40-year-old Las Vegas hotel cleaner, actually it is hotel, steals, steal billionaire's used condom, impregnates herself, and wins child support. Damn. They got a picture. She like a Hispanic, Afro-Latina lady, too. He must, he must be like a regular guy at the hotel. She yeah, knows something where, about that too also feels like... like you, it's planned. She took her time. She knew, yeah. She, she planned it. Like shit. that one, no. Oh, I'm just cleaning. Oh, is that sperm? Let me get it. Of course not. Yeah. She took it, but yeah. I, I feel like she's definitely bogus. Like, And it's like, you decide to bring this child into the in the world. world without... It's one thing, it's like, okay, y'all both had sex and it's like, damn, even if the dad wasn't ready, mm-hmm. then y'all had sex. Because we could both say like, well, y'all both did have sex. Okay. Y'all both should have been protected. That's a different story. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, you tricked this man. And then you stole he, it from his condom? He wasn't That's crazy. in on it. That, you stole it from his condom? It wasn't even like he was careless with it. You stole it. I mean, that's why men be trying to flush it. That is why men okay. try to flush Yes, and That's I think and I think you should flush. No matter Don't what. Don't flush the rubber, flush the stuff inside of it. Oh, is it gonna clog the toilet? Yes. I mean obviously I'm not used to having sex with Connor because I got a baby so I don't Damn, know. Damn, why you say that? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that it would I mean that makes sense though. Um, but yeah, flush the shit. Wrap it up in a toilet paper, G. For me, I'll put it in the bottom of the garbage, G. Like I'll put it listen, you gotta be careful of those things. Mm. Come on. Come on. So she bogus as hell. She is bogus. I think she definitely, like, yeah, she played him. She played him. That shit was crazy. Mm -hmm. I can't believe the judges granted that. I know. I really can't. And I feel like if it wasn't, uh, if it was like a black woman, like not an Afro-Latina, but like an African-American, I don't think they would have granted that. Damn. I have no idea, but sucks. I feel bad. So now I'm like, okay, she's just paying child support. See, the child's life. 
He probably just paying child support. Yeah. I don't know you are this woman. Damn, damn. All right, that's pretty much it for our hot topics. Let's go to our next favorite segment, which is the Olodo. All right, guys. So, Olodo of the Week goes to none other than Meek Mill. I think it got to go to Meek Mill because Meek Mill, he made some tweets earlier this week that had the people going and it really pissed us all off, especially as Africans. Mm -hmm. Meek Mill says, I was asking how they listen to music in Africa because I want to handle my business. Oh, no, sorry. That's That's the the cleanup tweet. Meek says, hey, y'all, how do y'all listen to music in Africa? Because I'm trying to figure out, like, how to get my music popping. You know, I don't know where y'all listen to it. Like, is it Spotify? Do y'all have those streaming networks? Where do y'all listen to it? Um, <sighs> This is somebody that you, you have a song with Davido, okay? You with Davido and Rick Ross. Didn't he visit Ghana, like, last year? It, 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 was la- it was last year we were coming at him for going to Ghana and, and going to the palace and doing nonsense. And recording a video when it was prohibited. So it's like, gee, you really ignorant. I just think that, like... You really see Africa as just this, like... This, like... No, no, that's nothing. I just, I just think that... Um, this is where diaspora wars start from. Because it's like... Like, okay, we might have excused this in 2002, 2001, 2003, where, like, the media, the forefront of African media to America was starving children and, you know, villages and hopelessness and all these things. In 2024, though, I think that you understand that, that Africans have access to, if not all the media... Most of the media and apps. Now he did say that he was just trying to figure out, like it was a more of a metric question. Like I'm trying to figure out where my music, um, like where where pe- the most people listen to my music and so on and so forth. But I just feel like Meek forever. Like the thing with Meek is that Meek is always like painting these pictures of. What y'all do in Africa? How's it going in Africa? They did this in Africa. Like, even when he went to Ghana, I didn't enjoy that experience at all. It, it, felt, it didn't feel like everybody else was dirty December. It felt like, there come this. Yeah, the Bush one. Yeah, like, you don't. You, Bush American. Like, you don't even understand that Africa is a full country with different places. Continent. With, with a, oh, it's a country. Yes, it's a full mm-hmm. continent with different countries and full, like, Cast like there's different social statuses. There's poor. There's rich. There's like there's Same middle class. Here, yeah, and it's kind of like at, at a certain point, I think that certain people from the hood need to stop. Like if y'all don't like that shit happening for y'all, then stop doing it to other cultures. And I feel like even if you were that ignorant, you can't tell me there's not one Nigerian person that's in the label that you're in that you're assigned to. Or just anybody that you Because we know for. Nigerians are everywhere. Yeah. I'm sure you have some Nigerian friends. Somebody that you can hit up. Man, ask somebody. Ask your assistant to figure that stuff out. You know, tweeting is not for... You know, you don't tweet everything. Don't tweet like, your stupidity now. Why would you feel like Spotify, Apple Music, and all those things don't have an African base? Because the tone of even the way he, he tweeted it was of, was of like, how do y'all even listen to music? He talking about something. I had a big show there a couple years ago. How did y'all even discover me? First of all, how? Think about that. How? 
How? How do you have a big show there? How? And like, like that just happened out of nowhere. You like, just, be serious. Yeah. And I just think that yeah, sometimes celebrities got to get over this. I ask everything on Twitter because Twitter somebody's gonna respond. And like, it's, it's this not this bush. It's local lazy. celebrities that do that. To it's be yeah. It's like, how about you Google? How about you go to the library? Y'all be saying Kenneth is Nikki's worst. I be thinking it's Meek sometimes. No, honestly, yeah, no, 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 no. I always thought Meek was a downgrade for her. It was, it was. That was the beginning of the end, if you really think about that it. That was a downgrade for her. That was the beginning of the the decline of Nicki Minaj. Her being with Meek. Yeah, nonsense. Anyway, next segment is our care for the culture, and this goes to a Chicago property owner. He opens his vacant buildings to house nearly 500 asylum seekers. So his name is Chris Amator. He is a property manager and real estate investor, and he's providing beds and foods and paying for all of it himself. Food was delivered last Thursday to the family staying in South Shore building. I actually live in South Shore in that area. In recent days, 57 Venezuelans moved in the building on South Essex, according to Amatoa, who said he owns the building. So he said, you know what? He said, you know, he saw people outside. We know Chicago weather has been negative, below zero, all of that. And mm-hmm. he was like, you know what? Five-year-old kids, these kids, they need jacket. They need a place to stay in a warm home to be in. I have vacant buildings. The light is on. The water is on. No tenants. Let them just move in. Hmm. Now, Tax right off. Okay. Now it's been, you know, we give him care for the culture because obviously he's doing something good for people, right? Especially mm. being Chicagoans, we know how. Especially this last week, I always, I've been feeling bad. Like I'm thinking, about like, damn, how are homeless people doing it? Because it's so icy outside. It's so cold outside. Like those tent camps, like that, that's not enough. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine, like, where are they going? How are they staying alive? That's you know. So the fact that he's providing some type of shelter for homeless people that is amazing, especially mm-hmm. immigrants. Because we're also immigrants or have immigrant family. But now it's been a lot of backlash, right? Because this is on the south side, south shore. Okay. If you're familiar with that area, buildings are all boarded up. It's a lot of abandoned buildings. A lot, a lot of abandoned buildings. And people from those neighborhoods are saying, like, I've been living here for multiple years. And the same house that he's opened with people has been boarded up for years. And they've been, you know, there clearly is a black homeless population. So now why do you want to open this, your house to this different population where there's an American population that needs this help. What are your thoughts? Um, I do think that it's like, it's a combination of both. I think it's really great that he is being like, oh, there is a crisis. I'm going to feel a need. But I also feel like with the black plight, we don't be like, like that's a black plight. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes we look for other people to do for us what we should do for us. His name Amore. Amator. Amator. That's giving Latina. So it's not Latina. No, for real. He like look white. It, it may be some. You're right. You know. It's a lot of Polish people in in Chicago. Okay, but it's like it's giving non-black. And to be honest, I feel like we sometimes overly assume because of algorithm games that people be knowing what go on in the black community. But it's like don't nobody even really know about that shit but us. Some people don't know what the shade room is. Like, mm-hmm. for real. Not even just on no social media. Stuff. Like, there's certain things that only we care about. And I think that we need to, like, put some more pressure on the people who should be the ones doing it for us. Yeah. Like, I can't expect this white man to care about us more than we care about us. I think that's the key word you said right there. Yeah. 
like we need to care about ourselves as well. Yeah. You know, because as individuals who have also lived on the South side for a couple of years, you get what I'm saying? Um, we do see the things that we do to our own community and yeah. things that we don't do in our own community. Um, not saying that it negates the type of help that we do need. Like, obviously <laughs> we do need help. Um, but hey, but like yeah. I will say, I don't think he's the only home rental property owner that got vacant buildings. I think mm-hmm. if a black man fe- see fit, be motivated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like if you see fit, get motivated. We're a black woman. Facts. Like facts. if you if you see fit, you do it too. Mm-hmm. You know, Inglewood Barbie been doing this for years, and ain't nobody step out on the forefront to be like, so, let me assist. You. Let me do it, or I got vacant this or all that. So clearly, it ain't been an option. Mm. It ain't been an option. So. Let's put the pressure on the people who need the pressure applied. Okay. All right. That's pretty much it. Do you have any final comments, thoughts, word of the week that you want to give to the people? Stay blessed. Period. You know what? I don't want to say this, but I'll say this. Sometimes you have to go low. It's the new year. I should not be saying go low. But some, you know, okay, maybe not to go low is the word. Stand your ground is the Stand word. Stand your ground. Stand your ground. You know what I'm saying? Like, and how you feel. You know, definitely stand your ground on how you feel. Stand your ground on how you feel because people will take advantage. I feel, I feel like with my experience, I'm just always like a more laid back, you know, no drama, not confrontational person. And I've learned this year that. It's just, can you imagine? It's just been one month that people really take that for granted and take it for weakness. And I'm just like, I am not weak. Why y'all see me and treating me like I'm weak? I'm just nice. Why mm. y'all trying to make me so hard for no reason? No, but you know what? Real. Sometimes you do have to be hard just to protect yourself. So mm-hmm. stand your ground on what you believe in. Stand your ground, you know, for yourself, for your pride, for your morals, for your values, for your self-esteem, for your own happiness. Stand your ground. This is the beginning of the year and keep it to the end of the year. Stand your ground, okay? Um, but of course, thank you all for listening. Listen, our following, our following is going up. Our following is going up on the social media, okay? Make sure you join join the train, okay? Because things are finna happen. Things finna happen. Things are popping. Thank you all for listening. And this is Cross Cultured. <laughs>